Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Saturday, 4th September, 2021. Our bit today comes from Colossians 3, verse 2. And that says, Set your affection or your mind on things above, not on the things on the earth. Saturday, oh blessed lazy Saturday. Uh, Are we ever so glad to see you on this Labor Day long weekend? Hope you don't have too many serious plans for me, except those that include lazing around and frolicking. Oh yes, I do know that the COVID-19 virus and its dangerous family are still lurking somewhere in the weeds, just waiting to catch and kill gullible, unsuspecting, unprepared folks. But I pray that I won't be one of those because of the Holy Spirit of Jesus Christ that's leading and guiding me. And all God's children gave a grateful shout of, thank you, Jesus. Yes, friends, there's an awful lot we have to be thankful to him for. However, he doesn't just want word of mouth thanks, but a beautiful showing of it in our behavior, in our everyday living, as we be the salt of the earth and the light of the world in his glorious name. So let's try and concentrate on living the way he wants us to know. Let's make it our top priority this Labor Day Saturday morning, even when we're just lazing around or frolicking, because there's a time for each of those activities. As Cousin Saul so wisely says as the preacher, to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. And that comes from Ecclesiastes 3 verse 1. And seeing that it's Saturday, our purpose today is to check out the quotes of our friend Anselm that he sent us this past week. Now listen to this first one. I have discovered in life that there are ways of getting almost anywhere you want to go if you really want to go. And that's true. We can go almost wherever we want to go if we want it badly enough. But the problem here is where do we want to go so badly that we'll do anything to get there? The truth of the matter is that too many of us want things that don't really do any good for us, like worldly pleasures and accoutrements, and we just die, oftentimes sell our souls to get them. And you know, that's not wise, my brethren, for as Jesus says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And we know that comes from Matthew 6.33. And also, as Brother Paul further reminds us, if ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affection or your mind on things above, not on the things of earth. And that comes from Colossians 3, 1-2. In other words, friends, We are not to focus on anything, be it good or bad, that will lead us away 
and not towards our Heavenly Father? And sometimes when we do go astray, this next quote can be helpful. It says, when people care for you and cry for you, they can straighten out your soul. Uh, I'm a brethren. That's the beauty of having people in your life that care enough to cry and pray for you in those times when you seem to have lost your way. Oh, we don't need a truckload of people praying and crying for us, no? Just a serious and righteous few who will get through to God with their prayers and to us with their tears. A praying and caring group of people around us is one of the most important assets we can ever have in this sinful and evil world. That leads us to these next two quotes, which are basically the same. Faith is to believe what you do not see. The reward of this faith is to see what you believe. And the second one says, that is the definition of faith, acceptance of that which we imagine to be true, that which we cannot prove. And indeed, so it is my fellow saints in Christ. As the good book tells us, now faith is the substance or realization of things hoped for, the evidence or conviction of things not seen. And that comes from Hebrews 11.1. 1. Faith is having hope in our hearts, believing for things that we do not yet see in reality. And as the quote says above, the reward of this faith is to see what you believe. <laughs> wow, my brethren, how wonderful is that, eh? And that's the way God's economy works, my people. You believe, then you see. Not like the world claims that seeing is believing and touching is the naked truth. <laughs> but that's the kind, the unwavering kind of faith we need to believe in Christ Jesus and all the many promises he's made us. Listen to how God's word puts it now. Through faith, we understand that the worlds, that ages were framed or prepared by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear or are visible. And that's taken from Hebrews 11.3. Now, that's the first basis, the very foundation of our faith, my friends. We need to believe that God spoke the world into existence, made something from nothing. And if you can't believe that, then faith in Jehovah God is not possible. For his word also tells us, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. That's God. For he cannot come to, sorry, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And all God's children said aloud, Amen. <laughs> yes, my faithful brethren, we do need to say, so let it be. Why? Because that's how it is, how God desires it, and we can't change it. And by the way, that last scripture there about God being a rewarder of them that diligently seek him comes from 11, Hebrews 11.6. And all of that brings us to this last quote, another interesting one. 
that says, I believe every one of us is born with a purpose. No matter who you are, what you do, or how far you think you have to go, you have been tapped by a force greater than, greater than yourself to step into your God-given calling. And friends, if that isn't the indisputable truth, I don't know what is now. That's because from the day God created man, he appointed him to a purpose. Adam and Eve were to look after the Garden of Eden, be fruitful and multiply, live in love with each other, and have a close relationship with God. And though they spoiled the good thing they had, God's desires and purposes for his most wonderful creation did not change. Hear what he said through the prophet Jeremiah. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, said the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil or calamity, to give you an expected end, that's a future and a hope. And we all know that comes from Jeremiah 29, 11. And God kept that promise in spades, friends. He gave us the option for a future and a hope when he sent his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, to die in our place so that we could be reconciled to him and have eternal life. How much more can he do? How much more you want him to do, friends? You have to remember that he's also a God of justice, which means he has to fulfill the law. And the law said the wages of sin is death. So he couldn't just pardon us willy-nilly. Otherwise, he wouldn't be fulfilling his righteous purpose as a judge. If we were to be forgiven and live in, live in everlasting righteousness with him, some sinless body had to pay for all the sins in the world. And Jesus was the only sinless somebody available. Now, that way, God satisfied his promises to give us a future and a hope and also satisfied his eminent position of a righteous judge. That is, justice must not only be done, but also seem to be done. So God has done everything he can to bring us back into sincere fellowship with him because that was one of his original purposes for creating us. The rest is now up to us. Whether we receive Christ as Lord and Savior or follow the foolish ex-archangel Lucifer to the eternal damnation, the choice is yours, my friends. But you know what? As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And we know that comes from Joshua 24, 15. So I hope you make the same decision. Much love. And the postscript for today says, Oh, faith, please help me to believe what I don't see. Yes, friends, we need that kind of faith, strong unwavering faith to believe all that Jesus has promised, you know, so that we can do what he asks us to do and endure to the end. Remember that point, enduring to the end. So please, let's get ourselves together, go out today, be the salt of the earth and light of the world in Jesus' name. We pray this through his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people.
Much love.